Welcome to the Life of a Gentleman podcast, the number one podcast that motivates you to be your best with conversations about business, fashion, and living the gentleman's lifestyle. We interview the hottest influencers, content creators, and business owners so you get the inside story. We'll also discuss entrepreneurship and inspire you to chase after your dreams. Whether you're looking to advance your career, increase your style, or just discover the best new products, you're in the right place. And ladies, we know you're listening. This show isn't just for the fellas. It's about living your best life. And now, here's your host, award-winning author, entrepreneur, and modern-day gentleman, Richard Taylor. Hey, Rich, let's start the show. Thank you for that introduction. And guys, welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Gentleman podcast. Today, we have two special guests who are coming from the business world that will definitely inspire you. I know a lot of people have business ideas. I did a poll on Instagram and everybody just about said they wanted to do something, but they haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. After this episode of the podcast, you are going to get it started. We will be hearing from April Davis who is the CEO and founder of Luma Luxury Matchmaking. We'll talk about how she got that business started and left corporate America, but also a little bit more about um, the difference between her matchmaking site and dating apps where you just swipe and swipe and swipe and maybe never meet anybody meaningful. And also how you can make a great first impression. And she's a lady that definitely knows a thing or two about that. Also, we are joined by Anthony Kimball, who is a real estate developer, and he is buying back the block in Baton Rouge. And you can find out how you can get involved and even make an investment yourself and not only make an impact in the community, but also make an impact on your own personal pockets, which a lot of us want to do. But more importantly than that, Anthony goes a little bit deeper and shares with us how he got started what it takes to make sure your mind is ready to go to the next level entrepreneurially and also when it's trying to uh, better yourself or trying to advance yourself, a lot of times what happens is you have doubt. Your self-doubt creeps in and you feel like, you know what, I don't know if I can do this. Anthony shows you, you can do it. You have to do it. The benefits of doing it and why he does it. That's a lot. But I'm telling you guys, you are going to want to take notes. Don't miss this episode. Get ready. Without further delay, we're going to jump into these interview portions of the show. Of course, I got to give a shout out to Harrison Blake Apparel for holding it down on the podcast. And if you want to know more about that, jump on our Instagram at where lapel pins. But I'm telling you today, these guests really, really light a fire underneath me. And I think they light a fire underneath you as well, especially if you've ever had the idea of starting your own business. You won't want to miss it. Let's go. And now it's time for this week's segment of The Gentleman's News. Exclusive interviews with exceptional people discussing all things gentlemen, from business to fashion to lifestyle, industry leaders, authors, and more. This is The Gentleman's News. Hey guys, welcome to the interview portion of the show, my favorite part of the show, because we interview entrepreneurs that are doing amazing things in the world of men's lifestyle. And today is no different. We have a special guest today. Her name is April Davis. 
She is the founder of Luma Luxury Matchmaking, and you're about to find out why this is so different from any other dating app or dating site that you've been on. April, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are glad you're here. As I alluded to in the introduction, you're the founder and CEO of Luma Luxury Matchmaking. So just to kind of begin and let everybody know what that is, I'd love for you to just kind of introduce yourself and your business and explain exactly uh, what you do. Yeah, so Luma stands, well, first of all, Luma stands for Luxury Matchmaking, and we are a high-end matchmaking firm, and we work with busy professionals and executives, you know, people that are looking for a serious, committed relationship, but they don't want to deal with the whole online dating type of thing, and especially now with COVID and everything, they can't meet somebody organically and out, you know, out at a social gathering, and so they retain our services and we represent them to help them to find that right person that um, they can be in a committed relationship with. Yeah, I like that. A couple of things stood out to me from what you said. You said these are people looking for a committed relationship. So this isn't some kind of site where you go on and just try to hook up with somebody. Um, but this is somebody yeah. who's thinking long term, right? Yeah, we're kind of that anti-Tinder. <laughs> there you <laughs> so, go. If I feel like with some of these apps, especially Tinder, it's so transactional and so superficial. We really focus and work with people that want to be in a committed relationship. They want to find that one that they can live happily ever after with. And it's not just, you know, meeting somebody for the night. And, you know, and truly though, the apps are more for entertainment purposes. You know, a lot of times people don't even meet anyone. They'll just go and they'll look at people and I'll message them they don't actually get off their couch and go and <laughs> have a date or even see the person or talk on the phone you know and the people that we work with they're committed and they want they want to find that right person and not just you know swipe their life away <laughs> <laughs> i like that that makes a lot of sense and you know what you mentioned something too right now it would be a challenge to meet people um, because, like you said, there's not a lot of social gatherings. There's not a lot of ways you can interact. So have you seen that's had a positive effect on your business? I know a lot of businesses are hurting, but it seems like that might kind of helped you in a way. Yeah, I think initially we did. We weren't as busy in March and April just because I think everybody was fearful of everything. Right. So mm-hmm. the idea of actually meeting or dating just seemed to get kind of tabled for the for the moment but then all of a sudden come may and june we were busier than ever because people were finally you know things were come um, states were starting to open up a little bit and people were really tired of just being alone and they were looking for meeting someone that had you know some substance and actually having a true connection not just you know this again superficial type of the swiping and what have you you know people realize after being alone for some time that they need relationships they need people and you know we're social creatures we we are meant to be with each other yeah definitely let me ask you something i'm curious about your background because it seems like you're really passionate about this how did you get started with this you know this industry per se and um how did you come up with the idea for the business because the, the reason I'm asking is because I want to let the listeners know you've had a lot of uh, major press, you know, for your business, you know, being featured on Real Housewives, Bravo, CBS, Forbes. So this isn't just 
you know, something that just happened. This had to start somewhere. Can you take us back a little bit and let us know that journey? Yeah, of course. You know, first of all, I started doing this when I was 16. That was the first time I ever put together a couple that ended up getting married. And so I've always had a knack for it in reading people and, um, you know, and connecting people, whether it was for or dating and relationships, but friendships or business and business type of um, relationships. And if you think about it, an introduction is the easiest way that you can make a huge impact in someone's life. Now, if you think about people that have been introduced to you that, that are still in your life that are you know important to you, it was just that act, that simple act of somebody doing an introduction, and yet it was so huge and impactful and so I think it does take to, to you know make it into a business it takes someone that has can, can read people and you know help is really wanting to help people and also get into that mindset of the client you know you maybe if you've been set, I know a lot of people have been set up by someone in the past and you know set up on a date and then they left the date going you know, what were they thinking this person is not a good match for me at all it was because maybe the person that introduced you maybe they liked that person or they just knew that they were single and they're like well you're single <laughs> you know or maybe they liked them for them but mm-hmm. not necessarily for you so you have it's important you know part of our role as matchmaker is to get into the mindset of the client and understanding who they are who they need who would be a complement to their personality and, and their values and so anyway fast, fast forward from 16 <laughs> age 16 when I first put together somebody that ended up getting married um, I worked in corporate America I got my master's in business and my background was in process improvement and then I started looking into you know the, the different sites and the different services out there and I just thought you know what I can do so much better than this especially with a background in process improvement and so I set to it and initially the first year I just did it for fun and was building up my network my database of potential matches and then eventually did it full time and now we've grown into an Inc. 5000 company we're nationwide and we are working with people all across the country to help them find that person and then I couldn't finish this without mentioning a really important factor to all of this was it's actually my husband. He is a divorce attorney. And yes, you know, it's ironic that um, a matchmaker is married to a divorce attorney. Yeah. But I was, you know, we date, we were together before I even started the company or even had thought about starting a company. And through conversations with him, I was he just gave me a lot of great perspective and insight into what doesn't work in relationships and then just observations about people and um, just human interaction. And then I thought just having that kind of um, insight and just having, he's kind of like my secret weapon. I swear he's like my secret weapon because I work with so many divorcees and it helps a lot to, you know, I can hear, I heard so much from him. I learned so much from him around, okay, what doesn't work in a relationship and what are some signs that you know this is going south and you know helping people to get past that beginning phase of a relationship you know where you're feeling that lust and excitement and then you get into the next phase and that's when the, the problems really start to arise and I can foresee that with my experience and um, background I can oftentimes see okay what 
problems are going to arise that they may not be aware of initially when their judgment is clouded because of the, the left phase of that relationship. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, anyway, that was a long story how we got started, but it gives you a, a lot of background. No, it really does. Yeah. yeah, I like that because a lot of people who listen to the show, you know, they, they have ideas. And like you said, uh, you were working in corporate America and most people hold down a nine to five. But there, there's something that they're passionate about or something that's been in the back of their head that they think, you know what, I could turn that into a business. And so, guys listening, hey, there's a testimonial right there that you really can do it. You can follow your path and you know what you're good at. Everybody has a certain skill. So so that's nice to get that background. I wanted to go now to kind of help out the listening audience because you made me think it's been a while since I've, you know, had to step my toe into this dating game. Um, I've been out off, you know, for quite a while, um, almost 20 years being married. So um, I'm curious, just thinking back, I, I'm i curious, you know, what you said about people just needing that introduction um, and how that can't hurt. I thought about it from a business standpoint. You know, people have connected me to other business owners and it's really worked out and been beneficial. And I'm thinking, you know what? You're right. Sometimes you just need somebody to make that introduction for you. Um, do you find that sometimes guys are hesitant to work with the service just because um, they think like, ah, I don't want to feel like I need this help, quote unquote, from people. Um, what do you say to them if they're if they have that in their mind? Well, yeah, I can see I can see that perspective, but really, what we do is we're just we're basically brokers. You know, if you want to leave it up to chance, you can, and you can you know bump around, bump around, trying to find that person on your own online yeah. or wherever maybe she's out. But if you want, most of our clients they have really high standards for themselves, and they want the best of the best. And so, when you want something good, you're gonna go out. To, to find it. Okay, imagine buying a car. If you just limited yourself to like Craigslist and um, driving around looking for what's for sale by owner on the street, mm-hmm. you're going to be very limited. But you're gonna, of course, you're going to go to the dealerships that are going to have the right kind of inventory that you would want. And so that's, mm. that's what we do. Typically, our clients are looking for something special and significant. And so they need to they they have to go to the right kind of source and also quite frankly when if you're a good looking woman and you go online on any of these apps you're getting bombarded with hundreds of messages from guys and you're probably going to be jaded pretty quickly and delete your profile so I hear from guys all the time they're not they just don't find what they want and they're not getting the kind of or they're just not able to you know stand out from the crowd because there's so many guys that are messaging that girl and <laughs> so it's hard to actually stand out and make get that actual date and that introduction and meet her. So anyone can message someone, but <laughs> it's not easy to actually get in front of them. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. I didn't think about it like that, you know? Um, that is very, very true. And I like your analogy too because, you know... <laughs> Yeah, car buying, that's a whole nother subject, but you're right. Um, When you want to find a good car, you go to, you know, myself personally, you know, you're very picky about what dealership you even go to, you know, because you want the right service. You want to make sure the inventory that they have meets your standards. So that made a lot of sense. That really clicked. Now, if if someone... And by the way, Mm -hmm. um, congrats on your 20-year marriage. I mean, that in and of itself is... 
pretty awesome. And it's, I know that um, a lot of people would love to be in that kind of situation. Dating is hard, and yeah. that's awesome that you've been able to find that person, and you guys have made it work this long. So, congrats. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm, I tell you what, I mean, as you know, marriage is, is tough, too, so... Um, it, it is quite an achievement. Um, that'll be March of 2021. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully, um, we can do something big to celebrate. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, here's another question I had. Um, let's say somebody hears this or somebody finds out about your service and they want to, um, you know, sign up and be part of it. Is this kind of exclusive? Is there a screening process? How does that work? I mean, it, I, it doesn't sound like just anybody can join because, you know, you're talking about uh, a set of standards and and being really, really particular with how you screen people. So how does that process work? Yeah, when anyone, you can go to our website and fill out the form, the application form, and then you would meet with a matchmaker and she would determine, you know, what you're looking for, ask you some questions, get to know you, see you we do video we'll meet with anyone that we're considering um taking on as a client and then determine if we can actually work with them and take them on as a client so if they if we can and then we then we'll move forward and we'll find them their match but um there's also the option if you want to just get on the radar of the matchmaker and um, be considered as a match to one of our clients people can also do that men and women Mm. and be in our database and all again all they have to do is just go to the website and submit their form and then they if they look like a potential match they'll be interviewed by one of the matchmakers and if they're lucky enough they'll get selected and set up on a date that is really cool. So uh, guys out there listening and uh, ladies too, if that sounds like something you're interested in, please jump on the website. It is lumasearch.com and you can do that. Uh, April, if it's all right with you, I was going to let the audience know too that um, we we have something kind of going where we're working hand in hand um, with some of your client base. And also likewise, some of our clientele, we are helping them maybe find the love of their life. Um, Can you kind of explain what we have going and how it kind of works just for the audience? Yeah, we wanted to, basically we have partnerships with different companies and yours, for example, where we want to be able to offer our clients um, give access to the best resources available. And, you know, it's important to look your best when you're going on dates you're giving that first impression you you need to up your game you know if you have most of our, like I said most of our clients have high standards for themselves and then therefore they have high standards for the person that they're going to be with and so it's, first impressions are the first they're the most important thing I mean it, let's, I'll just say it it's, it's like it's just human it's not human nature it's nature that <laughs> you have to look good and part of that is wardrobe so dressing the part looking the part is extremely important and that's why we're working together to you know as we have a partnership to be able to offer our clients um, a resource in order to help them up their game when they're going out on these dates uh, yeah I appreciate that and you know what it That really makes a lot of sense. We're grateful to be working with you, you know, first off. But I just thought about something that would be fun before we wrap up. 
Can can you maybe give the guys um, a couple tips? I know they need to step their game up, but what are some things that they could do with their personal presentation or just their not physical appearance, but you know, just the way they carry themselves? Just a couple, one or two tips that might help them kind of open the door to having that second date and maybe it leading somewhere. You know, I would start by asking. Because I mean, my 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 what I would suggest to somebody is going to be specific and different to each individual. So I would say start by asking for feedback, whether it's from one of your cast dates or somebody that um, is not your mom, you know, somebody that is going to be perfectly honest with you, and ask them, okay, if, if you think if I had to change three things about myself in order to improve. You know my chances of you know, attracting someone, or what? What are some things that you could see in me that I should be that I should work on? And then giving that feedback and going with it. So I think it's important in anything in life that you want to be better at that you actively pursue it. And you know when it comes to relationships, we don't really do that. You know in everything else and almost almost everything else we do. So you know when it comes to your career, you went to college and, and school and invested. You money to learn how to do your occupation and now you're doing it but um or like your say religion or spirituality you go to church every week you pray every day whatever it is in order to become more spiritual or religious but with relationships we oftentimes we just kind of bump around and learn learn as we go and we don't really reflect we don't really try to get better at it so i would suggest you know doing whatever it is that you need to do in order to improve your skills. So if your skill that you need improvement on is being in a relationship or attraction or maybe you need to work out, you know, it's it's investing that time and energy into it and going after it and becoming a student of whatever it is that you need to pursue. And so I would, you know, first of all, seek that that um, feedback from someone if you don't already know what you need to improve on and then um, become a student of it and just work on it. There's books, there's videos, there's YouTube, you know, there's podcasts, there's so many different resources out there. You just have to take the time and go after it and really, you know, work, work on yourself and improve yourself. People... People are attracted to those. And just by doing, just by the simple act of working on yourself, you're going to become more attractive because people like those that are actually going places, that are doing things, that are being proactive. You know, they're not just sitting on their couch and, and um, riding away, basically. So. You know what? That made so much sense because uh, if you're on a journey of self improvement, you do really attract other people, like minded people to you. So, Guys, that was mm-hmm. that was great advice. Um, if people want to learn more about Luma and maybe connect on social media or just jump on the website, April, could mm-hmm. you please just let everybody know how to get in touch and um, remind us of that website one more time before we close yeah. out? It's LumaSearch.com and Luma stands for Luxury Matchmaking. And it's so it's L-U-M-A search S-E-A-R-C-H dot com. And I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, it's April Davis Matchmaker on Instagram if you want to follow me there. And yeah, we'd love to chat with you, find you, and hopefully we can help to match you. 
We certainly appreciated your time coming on the podcast, some of the great tips that you gave, and also just inspiring us to maybe break out of the corporate field and do our own thing and have some of the success that you've had. So thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Now it's time for the Entrepreneur Spotlight. Real professionals, real business owners, and entrepreneurs drop in and drop jewels on us. Looking to learn from others that have done it? Ready to get your business really rolling? Sit back and buckle up. Our experts are ready to inspire. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Entrepreneur Spotlight edition of the show. And today's guest is somebody who's doing amazing things. I know it can inspire you. A lot of you are budding entrepreneurs out there. You want to do things, want to follow your dreams. And hey, even if you can't start something on your own, it's still important to invest and maybe be a part of something. You can still get a return on your investment. You'll find out exactly what I'm talking about a little bit later. But I want to welcome in our guest today. He will elaborate and and inspire you, of course. Anthony Kimball, he is the managing partner of Kimball Properties and also he is heading up buybackbatonrouge.com and you'll find out exactly what that is in a minute. Anthony, welcome to the show. And um, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Yeah, glad we can have you. You know, I said a mouthful at the beginning and, and kind of wet people's appetites, but kind of go ahead and just let us know exactly uh, what it is you do and then we'll dive into some more deeper conversation. I mean, um, my day job is a real estate developer. Um, that's really the product you know, we're focusing on as far as investment product right now with me and my firm, Kimball Properties. So I'm the managing partner at Kimball Properties, a real estate development firm based out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and New Orleans. Um, I also, we're also this year, well, actually last year, we started raising funds. And this year we've raised about $5 million in equity uh, from friends and family, and also a crowdfund with my partner, Julian Garden. Um, so right now, you know, we're, you know, kind of transition, you know, staying in the real estate development space, but really move, moving over to, uh, fund managers. So, um, with us, our firm, you know, group economics are big, you know, me and my partner, um, Julian Gardner, both, um, black men, um, leading this firm. And, um, uh, we really, you know, look to invest in neighborhoods, you know, within the urban core, historically black neighborhoods, um, throughout the Southeast. Um, it's really our focus with really Baton Rouge and New Orleans being our focus, um, where we both own property and we're working together to develop other properties. And uh, we'll be expanding the Houston um, to the Fifth Ward neighborhood in the near future. So, you know, definitely uh, blessed, you know, with opportunity, um, blessed, you know, to be, you know, doing work in uh, historically black neighborhoods. You know, for us, you know, it's not just about revitalizing the building, um, revitalizing the people within this neighborhood and really building neighborhoods that accommodate all people. Um, it's very, very important to what we do with Kimball Properties, Buyback, Baton Rouge Fund. Um, so, you know, just um, living and learning daily, and, you know, growing daily, small, still small farm, but, you know, we're growing, and, you know, and exciting to be in the office every day. Yeah, it really sounds like it. And uh, you're doing great work. Um, let's clarify some things for, you know, people that are listening. There's a lot of people, they hear the term uh, real estate development and they don't quite understand exactly what that is. Um, now, I understand you're revitalizing the communities and going in and, uh, like you said, investing in the buildings and, and also the people. 
So how does that work if if one is is hearing this and they say, you know what, man, I'd love to be involved, but I don't really have the capital myself. I don't have the funds myself to go in and and buy a building or something in a neighborhood. How does how does it work where they can get connected with you and be part of the movement? How does that work? I mean, one way to you know find out more about what we're doing is going to um, buybackbatteries.com. Um, we also have a private Facebook group um, that we use as an educational tool and also um, to keep people updated on what we have going on. That's um, How to Buy a Block with Anthony Kimball and Julian Garden. Um, we recently closed the, back, the Buy Back Baton Rouge Fund, um, but in the near future, we'll be um, opening, you know, launching other funds for some of our other work in Baton Rouge and some of the stuff we're looking to do in Houston. But through, you know, the buybackbatonrouge.com site, um, um, like I was other saying, my Instagram page is also a great resource, B underscore Anthony Kimball. And um, what I was I kind of just slipped my mind, I was trying to think back on, was the private Facebook group. Um, like that, that's where the most of the information you can ask me and Julian questions. We stay in the group daily. Um, but, you know, we'll continue having opportunities uh, for people in our network and people, you know, that somehow, you know, may follow the show or, you know, you know, learn about me and Julian somehow to have, you know, opportunities to invest in different things we're doing. Because, like I said earlier, group economics um, is very important. I think it's very important in the black community that, you know, we build. Uh, you know, learn to pool money together, learn to work together and really build these ecosystems that are going to take our neighborhoods forward. Yeah, I like that. Uh, group economics is definitely uh, something I'm familiar with, um, something that I'm an advocate of. Um, let me ask you, how did you get started in this? What led you down this path? Um, usually people don't uh, grow up when they're kids and say, you know, when I grow up, I want to do uh, real estate development. So um, what led you down this journey? I mean, ownership was always important for me. I don't come from parents. Mom and my parents graduated from college. My parents, um, you know, had me as teenagers. So uh, I really saw my parents grow up with, you know, with me. I'm my only child. You know, so like, you know, when I was graduating high school, my parents were in their early 30s. Uh, so, but I had parents that, you know, they were entrepreneurs, you know, did have a ton of success. Um, but we, we had a, a music label going up. We had a, mu- a, a music store. Um, my parents dad had a lawn service. So my parents tried different things. And one of the things as entrepreneurs that they did have success, um, as I was going off to college, I went to Stanford um, for undergrad. As I was going to Stanford to play football there, my parents, this was a couple of years before Katrina, that they started buying property, um, the small inner city rent houses. Katrina happens in New, New Orleans. We live, we're from Baton Rouge. Um, and if you know anything about Katrina and what happened to some of these areas around New Orleans, up Katrina, if you had rental property, I mean, that was like having a lottery ticket. So they were really, because of, you know, uh, this tragic event, um, they were able to really kind of move their development company forward. So today they own probably 12, 13 single family homes. Um, so that was you know, my parents' entrepreneur spirit. My parents getting in real estate, you know, was first for me. Then I had a really close friend, Garrett Temple, actually plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, we played in AAU in high school, and his dad was our AAU coach, and his dad was a real estate developer. So that was a mentor and someone else that was very impactful in my life from the AAU and high school days that I saw a black man that was able to have success um, from real estate. And then when I was in college at Stanford, I interned in 
I've worked at private equity companies, asset management companies, and you know, usually a lot of these people we were looking at that um, we were that was investing money with these firms, they had huge real estate holdings a lot of times, the tech holdings. So, you know, like I said, for you know, real estate right now, for me, it's the product that is more prominent. But I, I invest in tech. I invest in operating businesses, especially in construction and in real estate verticals. So, project management company, I'm part of two construction companies. Um, but because of those mentors and those things, I was blessed to be able to see um, you know, through going high school, college, um, it just showed me the the, the, um, the true impact of ownership. And, you know, and, uh, for me, I tell a lot of people, you know, what I do is about for myself and the people around me to be able to achieve freedom and, and be able to live exactly how you want to live. And for me, real estate was a product that I understood the easiest, the easiest that I could achieve some of those goals of being able literally to, you know, get up daily, you know, hopefully in the future. And if I want to take my kids to school when I have kids, or if I want to, you know, work eight hours a week a day or work four hours a day, because I'm always making money because of these buy and hold properties, it allows me to not worry about some of those financial things and, you know, um, achieve some of that freedom that, you know, um, that comes when some, you know, your mortgage, financial problems, some of those things are not a word. Not saying that money solves all problems, but it does give you freedom to, you know, for, for some of that self-actualization and stuff like that. I like that. I've heard it said, you know, money, like you said, doesn't solve all problems, but a lot of times it does give you options. And once you have options, you know, your life becomes a little bit easier. Um, I know that another thing you said that really stood out and I thought was um, very, very uh, telling about you is that you're not only doing it for yourself, but helping other people, helping communities. Um, could you share maybe just a brief story of somebody that's been impacted by the work that you're doing or uh, something heartwarming that's happened because of the uh, path that you're on? Um, I mean, I mean, touching the people in the communities that we work, you know, so I wouldn't say, you know, one story. I mean, we try to impact those in the communities that we work in daily. And, and you know, we do understand we're coming into some of the historically black neighborhoods that have been deinvested for the last 30, 40 years. You know, you're going to have some problems, you know, say drug dealers, say crime, you know, by some people. And sometimes people within the neighborhood that might may not be the best for the neighborhood. But at the end of the day, um, what's important for us, especially with looking at the South, where we're from, um, some of the things we need to support, desegregation, white flight, followed by black flight, black flight of the middle and upper, you know, upper echelon of black people to these suburban places. Um, for us, it's important. So for the neighborhood, we work in Baton Rouge, uh, where some people may cross up and there's um, we just opened a new, you know, half million dollar office, shared office space event center and cultural hub where we have our company's offices, but we also, you know, right now we're filming, you know, a video for the mayor's office um, in our event space right now. But for me, you know, it was about bringing assets and amenities to this community. We have guys that work on our staff, that run construction staff, our maintenance staff, that literally live within this neighborhood. For us, um, in the future, that workforce development piece and training tradesmen to work for our uh, construction company is important. So, for us, um, and talking about you know um, 
looking at, you know, the civil rights movement, you know, you have black, you know, some of these thriving black communities, and you look at desegregation and what happened to some of these communities, you know, for us, it's how can we um, bring back some of that greatness, revitalize these communities, you know, that's why it was important we put our business here. Um, the community we work in in Baton Rouge, like, I have a house that when I'm in Baton Rouge working, um, I live in I live in that uh, community because all of those things are important when you know for as far as revitalizing community, giving people examples and stuff like that. So for us, you know, it's it's about giving kids that live in the South Baton Rouge, you know, examples of you know what does business owners, what does real estate developers, what does electricians, you know, what does some of these people, you know, look like, you know, and you know also how, you know how can I interact with these people and stuff like that. Um, you know, so, you know, those things are important to us and the work we do. I like it. I like how you set the example. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that come in. You're right. You hear about uh, real estate development and, and they don't live in the community. They just come in and kind of uh, make their money off it. But, man, you're putting your money where your mouth is. I mean, you're you're out there. You've got your office there, your, your residence. Um, let's get a little more advice for people because it seems like uh, you're doing things that a lot of people just dream about. People have ideas. They sit around, talk with their friends. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. But then doubt starts to creep into their mind. They feel like they can't do it um, for whatever reason or maybe because they don't see enough people that look like them doing it. What do you tell the people who have an idea similar to yours or maybe um, a different business venture? Um, what do you tell them about mindset? Because I feel like that's something that can uh, be a big hurdle to overcome. I mean, I mean you know, that the mental mindset of, you know, making your money. Under, I think it's one of those things just understanding money as a resource and understanding that money is a resource that should create other resources. And that money is also a resource that most of us, with our job, that we spend our time, you know, sweating, and we earn that income. And, you know, most people don't understand that, hey, money is a resource, so I'm going to turn the, to, to earn income, this resource, and produce other resources that, you know, allows me to live the life I want to live. And, like, that's just the mental, the, the mental mind that, that I feel for a lot of people. It's hard to get to that point of, like, you know, not, you know, wanting to be a consumer and stuff like that. I mean, I even struggle with that. I love tennis shoes. I, I have a ton of tennis shoes. Um, you know what I mean? But I'm not gonna, you know, weekly, I look for different things to invest in, whether it's, you know, my, you know, my day job and my earned income with the real estate development and running my farm, whether it's, uh, I'm doing basketball trading cards right now, I'm doing peer-to-peer lending. I have some tech companies. I, I did lately a gaming company. Um, but every week, you know, me and my girlfriend, we look for different things um, that we can invest in. And it's really about that mindset of like, hey, I'm willing to put this resource to the side and then use this resource to create more resources. And I mean, then, I mean, once from that mental part, it's, it is also about doing something um, and like starting somewhere, you know, whether it's, you know, um, you know, a thousand dollars into, you know, uh, uh, you know, a crowdfund like mine, or, you know, I'm talking to my friends and family, and you know, how we can pool money together. Um, all my friends, you know, I tell people, you know, it's usually not hard if we want to, you know, I want to go out to the club for one of our birthday turn up, you know, let's all put it in for the table. Okay, take those same, that same philosophy and figure out things on how they can make money. Maybe it's, you know, instead of us all putting together, 
thing, you know, spending a thousand dollars on so and so birthday party this year, buying bottles, drinking in the club, you know, let's take that thousand dollars and invest in Apple, invest in Tesla, you know, and or invest in some stock, you know, and then hey, we the next month, you know, we do that again. But it's like having a plan and then doing something. But I mean, just like but what you you know the question you asked, that mental mindset is a big part of it. I like that. And it seems like, you know, being an entrepreneur or just having that mindset, we don't want to make it sound easy. Like it's just easy to have and achieve. I feel like you have to work on that kind of every day. I'm sure there's different things that you can do to keep yourself in that the right mind state. Um, What are some of the things that you do to make sure that you still have that positive attitude and that, you know, you're moving in the right direction? I meditate, um, and I work out, you know, um, you know, um, I read and look at what's working for other people, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it's also about having that balance and also having different interests and different things, you know, just outside of, you know, investing world, working world, you know, but, you know, I'm definitely going to tell you, um, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 24, 25 years old. I've worked in the corporate world a couple of years, um, out of college, I worked at Accenture. But at the end of the day, um, as just as we would say entrepreneurship is hard, I don't know if me working for somebody for 35 years to get a retirement to, you know, maybe enjoy that for 15 or 20 at my old age, I don't know if I would particularly call that easy. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, when you put it like that, I think... The risk versus reward, I think there's so much more upside when you follow your dreams and try to do something um, that you're passionate about. And and you're doing both. Uh, That's what I love. So um, I wanted to just ask a couple of those questions. That way people can get the general idea of what it's going to take to really break them out from talking about something and actually doing something. And I want to encourage you guys listening, go to that Facebook group because like um, Anthony said, he's active there and you can ask him questions. So Anthony, before we close out, do me a favor, let people know again how they can get in touch with you. Uh, you mentioned a couple of different ways and then um, yeah. also let them know about the uh, the uh, Buy Back Baton Rouge website again, please. Yeah, you know, definitely go to buybackbatonrouge.com. You can find out about our previous investment opportunities, see videos of some of um, the developments we're doing in Baton Rouge, but also on that, you, you'll find a link to our private Facebook group, How to Buy a Block with Anthony Kimball and Julian Gard. And there's a wealth of information. Like say, we, you know, we're posting weekly and that we're posting at our staff. We're posting, you know, architecture meetings in there. You know, we're really giving you the behind the scenes of uh, what it takes to put together, you know, some of these developments we're doing. Um, and like I said, for us, it's about building that ecosystem. Um, you know, a lot of times in the black community, you hear, you know, you can't work with family and friends. And, and at the end of the day, a lot of the people in the business world who do deal together are family and friends. Um, or, you know, business associates that, you know, through them, through their business dealing, they grow to be great friends. Um, and if you look at historically, um, you know, European society, a lot of these societies, you know, you know, a lot of these, um, countries and stuff, you're, you're seeing people you know, that where wealth is passed from generation to generation within each family. And the family really represents the business unit. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's it's also understanding all of those things as possible. Um, and we are, you know, as the black community, we, we are, you know, we're starting behind in the race. Um, but at the end of the day, 
once we realize how great we are and the creator that's within all of us to create the greatness and the life that truly brings you happiness, you know what I mean? You will be surprised what you can do and what you can accomplish. Man, I appreciate that. The words of affirmation, just the great advice that you've given. And I really think you've inspired the audience. And I hope that people get in touch and can reach out and maybe connect with you and learn more. But certainly, we thank you for your time on the podcast and we applaud you for everything that you're doing. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having me, man. And, you know, thanks for everybody who's been tuning in. And like I said, um, go to buybackbadnerds.com. You can get uh, contact with me on uh, my Instagram directly, B underscore Anthony Kimball. Um, shoot me a message, any questions, any thoughts, you know, any, you know, positive energy you want to, you know, pass along. It's definitely appreciated. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Really glad you could come along. Do us a favor before you go. Please, could you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast? We're really trying to expand our reach this year as we close it out and into next year. Uh, The audience really has grown. We've got listeners from all over Europe, all over Africa, South Africa, and we're ranking on iTunes in those other countries. Uh, We want to do a little better here in the States. So with you leaving a review, with you leaving a rating for us, that's really going to help us do that. So we would appreciate that as well. But have to say another thank you to our guest today, April Davis, and also Anthony Kimball really inspired us and gave us information that we can think about, whether it's a business idea, whether it's just investing or being better and more responsible with our funds. All of us really have the opportunity to do more and do better for ourselves. But a lot of the things that stops us a lot of times, like I said at the outset, comes back to your mindset, guys. You've got to get your mind right. And after you get your mind right, there's no telling what can happen. Another way I like to do that is saying if you look good, you feel good, and you will do good. And if you're interested in stepping up your game and making a great first impression, don't forget Make Harrison Blake Apparel your first choice for custom garments, custom suits, shoes, overcoats, and even men's accessories and more. If you want to know more about that, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at wear lapel pins. Or if you want more information, visit the website harrisonblakeapparel.com, the official sponsor of the Life of a Gentleman podcast. If you have a story that you want to tell, you want to get exposure for your business or just inspire our audience reach out we'd love to hear from you and share your story guys have a great week be productive and as always until next time take care